programme is called Something for the Weekend. It has been created and produced by Dave Clark. It is a How production for Sound Art Radio. So uh, here we are, next day, Saturday, in the old kitchen, making an excellent cup of coffee, hopefully, gonna behave. And uh, yes, yeah, so it's day two, day two of the uh, Body Kind Festival. So uh, fun and games last night, now it's all serious stuff. So we had, uh, yeah, quite a lot of uh, dancing, and, uh, a bit of music. Bit of comedy, bit of poetry, and uh, today it's all kind of work, ooh, work, work, work. That's uh, now that is the sound of a good coffee. Actually, that's not. No, that's not either. Oh. Anyway, um, yeah. So it should be a bit of a laugh. So I'm interested in. Uh, Catching up with a few of the people that I saw yesterday. And uh, finding out a little bit about them. You know, what motivates them. How they spend their time when they're not doing this kind of stuff at the weekend. All I have to say, and I know I've said it before, but that is a really good cup of coffee. So this goes out on... Um a radio station called Sound Art Radio, and it's a, like because it's, it's really clever. Sound art, as in sound art, sound. and sound. Yeah. yeah. But it's also art, and it's also by the River Dart. So it's sound dart. So uh, <laughs> works on kind, of, and it's sound. I never thought of that. That's really good. I bet they haven't thought that. One. <laughs> and um, it's because of my Mancunian. Oh yeah, that's interesting. Mm. So have you come all the way down from Manchester? Oh, right. I live in London. Oh right, okay. Mm. The magnet mm. pulled you in. Mm. Pulled me in twenty years ago. Yeah, I got sucked into London. Mm. And I got blown out. Oh, <laughs> that sounds painful. No, no, it was, it was a pleasurable experience. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> got it. What do I do? So, so if if someone who was wasn't really interested in talking to asked me that question, yeah. I would just say. Oh, I'm in fitness okay. because that's like the all-encompassing thing. And then they'd probably ask me how they would lose their belly, and then I'd get bored of the conversation and walk off. <laughs> yeah. But um, but it kind of developed from being in fitness, and I've always been a dancer. So and so, in fact, that's how I fell into the fitness industry. Okay. Um, 
that I, I offered my services at my local gym because I couldn't afford my gym fees as a student. Yeah. And then they put me on all of the exercise to music courses. Okay. And that's where I realised that that was where I was supposed to be. That's great. That my uni course kind of didn't mean anything. Um, and yeah. <laughs> that I carried on with it. Yeah. Um, and that I needed to be teaching group exercise, but essentially dance, because that's my passion. Um, and, and then about 10 years into that, so about 10 years ago, because that was about 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, someone asked me if I could teach a class with high heels, come up with a concept with high heels um, for a gym chain that I was working for. And I, I did, and that's where the idea for Stratology came. Right. And, um, and that was like the, 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 the seed, the first class, noticing the difference in the women when they first came into the class. Yeah to the women who then left the end of the class. It was like two different women. Okay. Um, they, so a whole load of them came in clutching their heels, like, is it, I mean, am I in the right place? Yeah, yeah. Oh, looking all nervous. That's what I'd be like. Yeah. I <laughs> would. Clutching heels. I would, yeah. <laughs> and then uh, by the end of it, the hair was flinging, the arms were out. You know, they really, yeah. they left with yeah. an elevated sense of, of, of um, confidence. Yeah. And that's kind of where it, that I, that I hadn't expected a dance class to get to have such a dramatic effect in one in one go, and obviously then it became yeah. compound as well. And you know the people who came back regularly, uh, just the the change in their life, and it wasn't just it it like spread through their whole life. Yeah. You know. So where'd you get that pasty from? Oh, mate, it wasn't pasty, but they have they have got pasties. I know, but I want what you had. What's the bottom? It was a cherry croissant. But I live here, I should know. I've got a chocolate croissant from the same place, chocolate and almond. Well, you can give it to me. I would give it to you. No, 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 no. Because I'm not hungry. No, no, no. I bought two in case. So um, you had a, you may not know this, but you had a strotologist here this morning. Did we? Yeah. She's called Zoe and she's doing that body find. Oh, right. And she was eating a, I live here and I didn't even know you were here. What's, right. What's going on? Five weeks now. Yeah. Shame on me. <laughs> no. So she had this really nice sort of pastry thing, but I don't think you've got any more left. It had like, looked like bacon and cheese. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. pasty. Well, it, what, she said it wasn't a pasty. Oh, she said it was so like a... This? Yeah, that's it. Okay. Yeah. I'll have like one of them, please. Are you going to take away? Yes, please. Yeah. When it warmed up? Yeah. And then I'll, and I'll have one of those little egg... Are they... What are they? Egg custard tarts. Portuguese pastel... Pastel donatis. So they're a Portuguese custard tart. Bit of a lemon vanilla flavour. And they are lush. Sounds horrible. I thought I'd just better try it just to prove how disgusting you really are. Mm. 
You right? Yeah, you do a lot of that, is that right? Yes, a lot of that. Did you enjoy last night? I I danced my socks off, yeah. Yeah? Um, yeah, got a few blisters this morning, but did worth you, it. Jo, did you do a bit of strutology? I did, yeah. I strutted my ass off. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was great, it was really good fun. Because I spoke to Zoe, in fact, Zoe was, I met Zoe this morning, just by chance, she was on the bench having a really nice bacon and cheese um, croissant. Mm -hmm. So I've just had one, they're really nice. Can't say your name for some reason. What, Megan? No, no, not oh. Megan. <laughs> Body Posy Panda. Yeah, that's the one. <laughs> Megan, I can say. Yeah. Body Posy Panda. There you go. So tell me a little bit about that. So Body Posy Panda is what I do on the internet, and yeah. it's about spreading body positivity, which is just the idea that everyone, no matter what shape, size, skin colour, age, gender, ability they are, they are good enough, and yeah. they deserve to feel good in their bodies and not hate themselves. So what motivates you to do this thing that you choose to do what's what's the driving force I think it is still something that some people think is quite taboo um, okay. and it's not talked about very much you know body image issues eating disorders yeah. uh, we don't get many opportunities to kind of just just talk it out and share our issues yeah. and, and find solutions to them hopefully yeah. uh, and we talked in schools yesterday as well and these kids you know we we spoke to year sevens were the youngest so that's like 10 11 yeah. they they're already thinking these things and they probably were years and years ago you know sure. I, I was thinking these things when I was like five years old so right. and and actually having that in-person connection and and being able to talk about these things and let them know that they're allowed to talk about them that's it's really it's really fulfilling what is it about your kind of story if you like that's made you get up and do something I I kind of reached a point mm. where I had kind of overcome anorexia mm -hmm. um, and I had gone back into the world and then I'd gained a load of weight and I just hated myself so so much and I spent all these years like dieting trying to fix my body that I thought needed fixing uh, and I reached a point where I had kind of dieted my way down to this body that I thought would make me happy okay. uh, and I'd, I'd spent my whole life thinking once I am that size I will be happy yeah. and I got there and I wasn't happy right, and, okay. and I still hated myself and I was still really really miserable yeah. uh, so I thought this has got to change and I just I got really angry thinking yeah. about all of the years that yeah. I had wasted dieting okay. and yeah. all of these I've wasted my eating disorder and that really pushed me to think like, I am not doing this anymore I've had okay. enough um, and I have to tell other people as well that they don't have to live like this right. uh, so that was what that was what started it and now it's just kind of snowballed into, into a bigger thing for, for the future I mean I've, I've just written a book yeah um, which is called body positive power so there's hopefully that'll that'll get out there into the world and yes. like change change people's opinions that'd yep. be nice and um, more speaking events like this one yep. uh, maybe more yeah, body image festivals. I think the world needs that. Yep. And just keep spreading the word. You know, I've never, I've kind of, I've never had a master plan. It's always just been, I found this thing that changed my life and sure. I want to share it with as many people as I can. So have you enjoyed it down in Totnes? Oh, it's been lovely so far. I haven't had cream tea yet, which obviously needs to be done yeah, before you do I need, go, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, you do really. Doesn't I mean, it? Yeah. Yeah, you Any do. recommendations? Yeah. Uh, well, uh, oh gosh. Where? It's a really fancy one.
Yeah. Are you right? Or you just it's my, it's, that's what I. That's my thing that I don't like about me. It's my snot. Oh. It's like hay fever, but it's oh. not. Is it allergies, is it? Yeah. I think I'm allergic to um, bacon and cheese. No, no, it can't dude. be true. Dude, just live in denial. <laughs> well, you do, that's why. Excuse fingers. Oh, it's one of those custard tarty things. It's a pasta, no, pasta, pasta, what's it called? Uh, I don't know, she, she went on about it in the shop. I went to the same place. I had exactly what you had. I had a uh, croissant with bacon and cheese. Oh, okay. Is that what you had? No. Oh. Is that then? The no, but I can imagine that that that's, that that would have been amazing as well. That's, that, that's the one down there. Yeah, yeah, this has got nothing to do with corn. It's Portuguese, isn't it? Portuguese. Portuguese. Oh, that's what I was trying to think. Yeah, it's Portuguese. It's, it's, like, it's like Portuguese. a Nando's, but it's clearly much more less inferior. But um, I was going to share it. Crack on. Do you, I mean, do you want to try some? <laughs> yeah. Should we do? Bring do you want to do? Let's okay. come sit. Let's then, have a oh, nibble. Did you um? Oh god, you just sat in the glasses, hold on. Oh god. So, I'm making, you know I'm making that little radio show. Yeah. I did remember, I hadn't drunk all the whiskey at that point. Did you drink whiskey? Yeah, thank you. I drank quite a lot of whiskey. Is that your favourite tipple? My favourite tipple, it's sort of my post show habit. Okay. Forged at Edinburgh Fringe. Oh, of course. So, was that the first time you'd been in the old fringe? Fringe. Uh, no. No, no, no. 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 Silly. No. Uh, I didn't really do it this year. And it went up for a have you been, but have you done it lo- lots of times then? I've done it, uh, hello, three or four times, four times. Okay. Uh, lost count, lost count. Yeah. How you doing? Yeah, feeling a bit like. Had your nervous poo? Had several. <laughs> <laughs> Snake poo. But I'm going to. That's what we call it in our family. Yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just keep coming out. They hiss. Yeah. Shall we? You can have some. Portuguese, Portuguese man of war. Oh. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's Portuguese custard tart. Yeah. It's the same number of I'm syllables. Gonna, I'm just going to pull a little I was bit, bit off it. I was stung by a Portuguese custard tart. <laughs> I had the best. It was a raspberry and almond croissant earlier. Oh, okay. Why well, did I think it was bacon and cheese, for goodness sake? Same colours, I suppose. What again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pearl. Yes. What's her name? Pearl. Glory Ella. Pearl. Glory Pearl. She's really getting naked again. Mm. And she's going to like do what she did yesterday in the church. I believe so. I don't know. It's only fifteen minutes. She's only doing a fifteen-minute thing. Yeah. Maybe we could pick her up and baptize her in in the font. <laughs> just want to get your grubby hands on a naked body. Yeah, it's true.
and uh, Hanun has been talking, big audience, and uh, some really, yeah, interesting, very, very interesting to listen to. So hopefully I'm going to catch up with uh, her soon and find out a little bit more about, you know, her, her story. Yeah, so my name is Hanum Kaur. I work as an activist, so yep. an anti-bullying activist, body confidence activist, and soon-to-be author. I'll actually just slip that there. Yeah, no, absolutely. So actually, cause I was in the church and I heard your um, your words. Very inspirational. Thank you. Um, tell me a little bit about the book then, please. The book's more about how to heal when you and overcome trials and tribulations. Yeah. And it's just a book that people can go to when they're going through a certain difficult time in their life. Yeah. And yeah, and I've added like stories in there about me and how I overcame some hurdles or, yeah. you know, growing up in school, what it was like, etc. So it's not like a book about me and my life. Okay. But it's definitely like a self help book. Okay. Yeah. And how do you I mean have you written stuff before? Do you did you I mean, how do you find that kind of creative process? Is that quite tricky? Or? To be honest, you know, reading and writing is not something that I really <laughs> <laughs> liked. I'm more of okay. a movie watcher yeah. um, and it was you know when you have great friends around you they really evoke things in you that you never really knew you had yeah okay so I started writing and yeah. writing blogs and yeah. writing articles for different magazines etc and um, that's when my love of writing came and then my friend was like okay you're going to write a book I was like okay am I <laughs> and then I just started the process and yeah. it's really just become something that I love enjoy okay. I'm definitely looking forward to writing more books as well so yeah. just some children's books some animated books etc so how can we use social media to get across some of the messages that we're hearing this weekend about body kind um, the first the easiest thing you can do is use hashtags yeah. Okay. You know, so hashtag body kind festival, yeah. hashtag even Devon, you know, um, things like that. But, you know, social media is a very powerful platform. Yeah. You know, I would absolutely say look for more positivity on the negativity. Yeah. A lot of the images that you see on in um, on campaigns, adverts, etc., even on social media, 99% of them are actually photoshopped. Yes. So I would absolutely look for accounts, follow accounts that are all about positivity, embracing yourself and just you in your natural form yeah, yeah cool and you're off now to Exeter to the I'm in, WOW I'm in Exeter for the Women of the World, um, Women of the World. event yeah. wow. um, as a talker I'm going to be there on a panel as well and then we're going to London and I've got another event this week and then two next week in London and some right. stuff with BBC as well so you're going to come down and see us. have you been down to Totnes oh I've already adopted a mum here I came along last night. Yeah. Saw the uh, saw the performance that you did. Yeah. And weirdly, when I woke up this morning, I couldn't think why, but I had this James Bond theme tune. Oh yeah. <laughs> that happens but, a lot apparently. But, so you're so you're Chris Paradox. Yeah. And that's the the one-legged existentialist. Existentialist. Stand-up beat poet. Stand-up beat poet. Yeah. If you think of it in chunks, one-legged. Yeah. Existentialist. Stand-up beat poet. That's it. What is that? What's the so what is the paradox bit then? Okay, so I was kind of, uh, it sounds really hippie and um, fluffy, but I was given it by the tree I was living under. Okay. So uh, I kind of gave, back in 2002, I, I uh, was managing director of an advertising agency and earning okay. 70 grand a year and the whole thing and very ambitious. Then I had uh, a wake-up call as to the fact that uh, the life I was living wasn't really me. Right. 
for a variety of reasons and went on a bit of a journey to find out what I was supposed to be doing with my life which end or yeah which ended with me deciding to go make myself homeless give it all up wife left me mum disowned me all my friends thought I was crazy and decided to go and live under a tree in Battersea Park for seven months okay. in 2002 and uh, the feeling was okay universe you've shown me what I'm not supposed to do with my life but you haven't shown me what I am so I'm just going to be a bum I give up I'm just going to be a guy who sells the big issue and lives in a park until I know why I'm here and the first morning I woke up uh, I woke up uh, the way I describe it sort of retrospectively is that unknowingly I went through a process of stripping away my roles and identities or yep. my masks who I thought I was who I was with my family or with, at work and all of those things were stripped away I was nobody I was a nobody yep. had no money no nothing yep. and I woke up a nobody in the park and what was left yeah. was the bliss of aliveness. Okay. And one day, about three months in, um, uh, a poet, I'd never, I was 35, yeah. and I'd never written a poem in my life, okay. apart from being forced to it, English maybe. Yeah, yeah. And a poem poured out of me, and I sent it to a couple of friends, and uh, I still had a couple of friends, yeah. Yeah. only two. And they said, oh, this is good, you know, have you written any more? And I thought, oh, let me see if I can write any more. And then two other ones came out. And uh, I remember after that happened, I was kind of hugging my mother tree that I used to sleep under. And I heard from somewhere, help them to understand paradox. Now, to this day, I don't know if it meant help people to understand paradox because I love paradox it's one of my, it's it's the only non-dualistic word I know <coughs> and my the simplest definition is two apparently contradictory truths that nevertheless may be true okay so the sound of silence is the example I always give nice. it's a contradiction but we all know what it means yeah. and uh, I think that I've always felt that paradox is the key to the mystery of life yeah. because whenever you look at things one way or the other it's always a bit of both and it's always something else else in between sure and uh, so uh, my life has been very paradoxical. Stupidest, dumbest thing I'd ever done, and the smartest, was going to live in the park. It turned out to be the smartest, and it was a crazy, dumb thing to do. Yeah. Losing my leg, worst thing that ever happened to me, turned out to be the best. Yeah. So I've lived a very paradoxical life. Yeah. And uh, so when the tree said, help them to understand paradox, I heard it as, help them to understand your stage name is paradox. Yeah. I hadn't written a poem before, mm -hmm. and then suddenly, like, bang, out it comes. What's that about? I, th you know, I've got theories on everything. It might not be right, but I've, I've got a theory about it. So I live a poetic life. Right. And uh, I've, you know, I'm writing a book at the moment about yeah. my life story. And uh, I've just got literally dozens and dozens of tragicomic inspirational stories that actually happened to me. Dozens and dozens. I, I need a novel. Yeah. And... Uh, when I the whole park thing was very poetic you right. know a guy who's decided to give it all up and you know it was very um what's his name Henry David Thoreau somebody that had all the privileges and gave it all up and went to live in the woods yeah. to simplify and, and find the truth yeah and so that's a poetic thing to do and out of that sort of nature mystic squirrel whisperer experience that's where the poetry came from it literally came from the world and life because I'd opened so much to it Real focus at the moment is uh, my book, yep. which is uh, an autobiographical novel called Confessions of an Egomaniac, okay. the tragicomic true story of one man, his 12 selves and their epic quest for happiness.
That was a How production for Sound Art Radio. For more details, please visit soundartradio.org.uk. I am the how.co.uk. And thanks for listening. Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Oh, wow. Tuesdays, Wednesdays. That's a good So if you're a twat, that means that you... Um, Is that where that word actually came from? Well, yeah. <laughs> no. Next. Oldie English. You be there, twat. <laughs>